want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career Move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera, a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. I just had the most amazing evening, and I have to tell you about it. I was asked to be a keynote speaker at a gala hosted by Estamos Unidos of Pennsylvania, a Latino organization that supports the community and uplifts its people. This specific gala was actually to honor college students who were receiving scholarships on that evening. It was specifically all about three students who are going to be our future criminologist, senator, and speech-language pathologist. I cannot tell you how amazing it was to be at this event, to be with my people, and to look upon the faces of our future. I truly felt overwhelmed with love and really blessed that evening just to have the opportunity to be in that space. And it was only a few days before I was actually leaving Brooklyn, leaving my community, leaving the places that I always lived. I've always lived in communities of color, lived in communities filled with black and brown faces, filled with my people. I've always chosen to live in these spaces because of the love and the support that they have always provided to me. And so on this evening, I gave a speech, which was dedicated to our scholarship recipients, to our future, but also to the professionals in that room who paved the way for these students, who were there to show their love and support. And I dedicated this speech, which I am going to speak to you, to my community. I want to speak these words to you just as a reminder of how powerful we are, of how exceptional our community is, and of how much it has meant to me in every single stage of my life, my career, and even my business, because you all support me in this moment. So I want to say thank you to Estamos Unidos of Pennsylvania, to those amazing scholarship recipients, and to my community. So here we go. Here is my keynote speech for the evening. I have this vivid memory that I will never shake. And it was a moment that truly taught me the power of community. I was attending John Dewey High School in Gravesend, Brooklyn, and I was beaming that day. 
I had just taken a very hard chemistry test, and for any of you who have taken chemistry recently, or maybe even some time ago, you know what that's like. But I'm going to tell you, I was happy because I aced it. And I remember walking into Marlboro Projects where I grew up and getting to the front of my building and seeing it. The familiar faces of the fellas on the stoop. And my smile got brighter. One of them asked me, how did it go? And I proceeded to tell him that I rocked it. And the cheering was worthy of the tears I want to shed in this moment. Because I was loved. I was supported. I was the one that would make it out. And for me, my greatest pride is in that moment. That sense of community and togetherness we as Latinos and as people of color feel. One of my most favorite quotes is by Helen Keller. Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. And I am a testament to that. And so are you. I grew up engulfed by the love which represents our Latino community. It was one that was not determined by financial or educational status. It was a love that truly believed in helping, supporting, and being present for one another. Growing up in the projects in Brooklyn, we lacked a lot of basic necessities like heat, hot water, and sometimes even food. But if there was something we didn't lack, it was community. And most times in life, community is all you need to run towards your dreams. As the first person in my family to go to college, graduate school, and get a six-figure job in my 20s, my community championed and encouraged me every step of the way. They were the gas that kept me reaching higher and higher, going further and further. But not everything was serious. As Latinos, we do know how to have fun. I remember the stoop parties, summer dancing on the street, playing in the water, shooting out of the fire hydrants. I had so much fun growing up, and it always kept me grounded. However, when you are the first at anything, you get to a point when it becomes a lonely road. Yes, I had the support and love and championing, but I was still the first person walking that particular path. My father did not graduate high school and my mother finally attended college when I was much older. Yes, my family alongside my community provided me with all they possibly could. Still, something was essential for my path, and it was lacking. I couldn't walk my path without this. And what I was missing was the actual knowledge and guidance on navigating the academic and professional space. They didn't provide me with the understanding that prepared me for the proper reaction when I was called ghetto while in graduate school at Yale. And they definitely did not provide me with the knowledge, the necessary knowledge, to enter into a white 
male-dominated field like STEM. So here I was, not only a female, but also a Latina, breaking down the door of a field that wasn't welcoming, with zero knowledge on navigating even the entryway. Eventually, I had the response any normal person would have in a similar situation, which is to resort to conformity. In with conformity, out with authenticity. I started to work hard to create this image I thought was representative of working in my field, an image I believed was required to stand in the room with my white male peers. And can you guess what that image was not? It was not that confident Latina from Brooklyn. It was the opposite of her to the very last detail. And I felt in that moment of conforming and code switching, of trying so hard to be what they wanted me to be, that I was just stripping away everything that made me me. The girl from the projects, who she really was. And I lost her. I lost her for some time. And when you give up your authenticity, the very essence of who you are, when you try to be something you aren't, you also give away your confidence. And the more I diminished my true self, the more I lost that confidence. I changed the way I spoke because I didn't want to be that Latina from Brooklyn. But the more I changed and conformed, the more my environment told me I wasn't good enough anyway. It reminded me I had no right to be in the room, even though I had earned my place and worked just as hard, if not harder, than most people in that room. I had come and said to my face and behind my back that no white person will ever have to worry about. Microaggressions, unfairness, and discrimination were evidence of just another good day at the office. I remember working so hard to get to a level that you would think demands at least bare minimum respect, but damn, I was wrong. Because no matter how hard I worked, respect was not granted. And I can even remember my boss calling me stupid because I speak with my hands. I'm from Brooklyn. We speak with our hands. And in hindsight, if I could go back, I should have replied with more hand gestures. You know the one I should have used. Yeah, I'll show you Brooklyn. But instead, I kept trying to change, trying to conform, continually diminishing my truest self until there was almost nothing left. And I got tired of feeling lesser than the intelligent, capable, confident woman my father raised. My father, who always took over any room he walked into once he came through the door, you knew Big Red had arrived. He was the definition of determination and confidence, and he passed those traits on to me, his daughter. But I lost it. That determination and confidence were what had gotten me to where I was, but there I was, not displaying it. So I said no more 
I was that Latina from the projects who, despite all odds, had gotten to where she was. She had the love of her family and community to stand at a place she had rightfully earned. And I was going to stand as her, not this new, deluded version I represented. I was going to stand authentically me. I was fun. I was vibrant. I was loved. I was supported. I am Latina. And it is community that championed me. And it will always be community that I champion. And that is the message I pass to you today. After I went back to my authentic self, I realized there was nothing better. And I know as Latinos in academia and in our careers, we often are faced with situations and experiences that make us think, if I just tone down a little bit, if I just conform a little bit, will it not be better? The answer to that question is no, it won't be. You won't be you anymore, and you would know it. Because the feeling of abandoning yourself and your community is so powerful. You will know it when it happens. I know holding on to yourself in an environment where conforming seems like the best route is easier said than done. So I have come to you with this solution. To always thrive and keep your authenticity means to focus on the biggest aspect of who you are, your greatest pride, our community. Yes, the exact thing that forms our mannerisms and beliefs and appearance is what we need. However, we need to take it further. We need to take it to the academic spaces, to the professional level, we need to bring the essence of our community from the projects, from Brooklyn, from our homes, wherever it might be, into our academic and professional spaces, which means we must bring ourselves in these spaces. Within your academic and professional space, seek out support and guidance from others who have been through similar experiences you are facing, or better still, experiences you think you might encounter. Remember the saying, experience is the best teacher. Learn from the experiences of others who have walked your journey. Be in the space of community to be given the support and love you need. Cultivate the essence of what community means to you in your academic and professional environments. Always keep community at the forefront, knowing that its beauty lies in its ability to make the path easier for those who come after us. Being part of a community professionally or academically gives you a sense of belonging, creates connections and combats loneliness, and yes, You can feel lonely at school or work. That sense of community can empower you professionally and academically. Building a professional community 
takes networking a step further by helping you create even more long-lasting connections, connections that feel right to you because they are you, connections that are the value and essence of who you are because you grew up with that community. Connections are essential in life, but even more so when we exist in a world that is not welcoming to us. And there will be times in college and in your career where that feeling of not belonging will be fierce. You will feel like you live in a world where we work twice as hard to get our share. However, we will persevere. Because if there is one thing we have inside of us, it is the spirit of determination. So let's take the essence of our community out of our playgrounds, bodegas, and stoops and put them in the walls of our schools, our boardrooms, and our workplaces. Let's stand in every corridor proudly and authentically as Latinos, people of color, our dope selves. I want to leave you with a quote. There's one thing worse than change, and that is the status quo. Let's overthrow the status quo and push forward. Because if there is anything I know about my people, my community, I know that we know how to push forward. Thank you so much for your time. And I dedicate this speech to you, my community. Enjoyed this episode of the podcast? Then make sure to like it, review it, and pass the message along. And until next time, later. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page, at Her Next Career Move. Don't forget to leave us a rating. And subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.